Hello, and welcome back to Pick on the Olives. It's been a while since my last upload, but I've decided to change the format. And now we're going to have in some very, very experienced, passionate, and, you know, some might even say experts in their own respective fields. And I'm going to have them on. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to have fun. We're going to, I mean, I'm basically just going to be spamming questions and they're going to be answering that until they get fed up and like walk out. But um, I'm, it's really an honor and I'm really excited to have on my first guest today, uh, Lazarin Lashkov. He's a fellow University of Melbourne business student, a fitness fanatic, and an absolute amazing, amazing person in general. Lazarin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. Well, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling really great. It's definitely really exciting to be here and I would love to have this Alrighty. This conversation. Alrighty, alrighty. We'll, we'll get started right now. Welcome to Pick on the Olives. So, Lazarin, how did you get started with fitness? What's your story? Honestly, it started a very, very long time ago. Mm-hmm. I was um, actually 11 years old, and like I was in fifth grade in school. And I was going in, after normal school, you have like classes that are with a special teacher, like for people who like um, their parents are like at work. Right. And like you go to these classes, like there's a teacher helping you with your homework. Right. There was like not many boys, actually. Mm-hmm. There was one guy. He was actually usually the bigger guy. Like I was not very tall in the, like when I was younger. Okay. So like um, this guy once came to me and says, hey, bro, the after classes, I'm going to bars. Do you want to come with me? And I oh. say, man, what is this? Okay. I'm going to check it out. Okay. And like we go there and um, we, d- we start like pull-ups, whatever. Like, at, I mean, like we cannot do like much. He, he surely could do a little more than me. Right. But um, that's how it all started. Like, um, and um, I guess really what made me go there in the very beginning was kind of like the joy of spending time training with friends right like um it was it was really a great time like because we were pretty much like talking hanging out but just on the bars like basically what bars means is like a place where it's it's similar to a playground right but uh where you can do pull-ups like um push-ups dips Mm -hmm. like the general normal stuff like n- nothing uh, specific because like i know in some countries they will have like other machines right but in bulgaria they just have like the bars so it's like pull-ups push-ups dips nothing much right right so it was so you you went to like a playground and they had like bars and stuff and you did pull-ups and push-ups and wait what what else can yeah. you do you can do chin-ups uh exactly well like um that's what you can do, like with right. with what you find there, like the bars. The thing right. in Bulgaria, actually, the, there is such a culture, mm. like in every single school you see such bars. Mm. So like we basically went to our school. Right. Like I know it's not like this in every country, honestly. Like because I have been living in Sweden as well, mm-hmm. and like it's not like this in every school. So like when I went to school there, I was really missing this. Like mm. I, I was asking, where are the bars, man? Right. It's insane. <laughs> you don't have ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, that's how it all started. Like, and I wow. was eleven. Like in the very beginning, I was really not super like um, active. Like I, I was not actively going like every time. 
it was more like when we with my friend then like feel like going um yeah we want to go to tonight as well i say yeah man let's go yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go tonight as well and that's how we started actually right but like it over time progressed so like um i became more and more interested in going and the thing also was like i knew i w- what i was doing like going to the bars and training like calisthenics mm-hmm. i knew it was right right because actually since i was very little i was pretty active kid mm. uh, in the very beginning like when i was really little like for example seven eight years old yeah. like my parents were more motivating me to like go different classes so i tried swimming karate rock and roll dances oh, wow. At then I said um it was actually the first time I I wanted to like go training something that I chose myself oh, and it was breakdance so like breakdance yeah breakdance okay. at then you saw yeah I, I I um I'm not exactly sure how it got introduced to me I believe it was advertisement on the TV actually oh. some guy was dancing breakdance on the TV and I said man that's cool <laughs> and, and I found out from, from a friend who actually went like some months already to the breakdance there are actually such classes and i say i'm definitely going as well oh, so wow. I, i asked my parents if they could sign me up and that's how it started and in the at these classes like karate breakdance whatever yeah we always did some push-ups like either before or after the workout right. so like it, because it's quite uh, necessary right. like to be physically like strong especially in uh, karate and breakdance right like it was foundational like yes was so foundational. like it was like not something strange when i went mm. to the bars i knew right. that uh, like what strength training felt like right like it was not completely new to me so i i knew it was uh, it was something positive right and so just like going into the whole pull-ups thing in specific right yeah. because For me for example, I I never really did pull-ups when I was a kid. Right. Um, I still can't do a pull-up properly. I have to use like the extra, you know, the support at once. Yeah, I really know, yeah. And the progression is just extremely slow. How was it? Would you say that because you were younger that you were able to um like the muscle memory sort of picked up more quicker or do you think that doesn't really matter? Mm. When it comes to exercises like that. Let's see. So I think in general like I honestly never tried this machine that you mentioned like mm-hmm. I I know they exist I have seen <laughs> them in the gym but like back in the days like um I I didn't really know what gym was before I was 17 or 18 years old right. actually something like this Oh wow So like before this it was just calisthenics mm-hmm. and in order to learn to do like pull-ups chin-ups you have no other way than, than just trying until you manage to do one <laughs> like so there's no machines that can <laughs> help you so like you go there and you try and try and try and try and every single day right and uh, one day you manage to do one that's <laughs> then that's you manage to do two right and that's how it goes like um so um yeah that that's how we learn basically wow. like um doing uh, muscle um like muscle up i would say because honestly when i started the first go was muscle up yeah, yeah, in yeah. fact this was even more important than the pull ups because <laughs> as a kid what do you want to do you want to go there and show off <laughs> <laughs> so like um one i remember one time there was like because there were also like older guys training right. there mm-hmm. and they asked me like man why do you come here if you only try to do the muscle up <laughs> do you, don't you train or right. like do you want to just make the muscle up right <laughs> But um it was honestly a supportive community. It is also a great aspect. 
I'm not sure if it is a thing in Bulgaria or mm. in general about calisthenics. Right. But uh, I remember there were some older guys that were like really experienced in uh, in um, terms of calisthenics. Like right. um, they were surely going to the gym as well, but they were really active. I, I don't remember times when I didn't see them at the bars. And like they went to the younger kids like that are maybe like 10, um, 12, 13, 14 years old and like wow. said they have a Facebook group actually for all the people who are interested in calisthenics in mm -hmm. our city. Mm -hmm. And like uh, they asked us to join if we wanted. Oh wow. Yeah, and like sometimes they would organize trainings together. Right. So like it was definitely a supportive community and that, that's a cool thing. That is have. amazing. Like that the, the calisthenics industry has that such, you know, such a wholesome community, not a wholesome, but like a supportive community, as you just mentioned. Yeah, like I don't think it is, it exists in the gyms in fitness, like to the same extent. Would, how, how so? How would you say so? It really depends on the gyms usually, mm -hmm. but like in gyms, it feels like, like from my personal experience that you are more focused on yourself. Right. Like you go there, you have your own schedule, what you, what you want to do, what exercises right. you have. Usually you have planned it out mm. or like if you are um, more new to the gym, maybe like you want to check out different things. You're like not certain exactly what exercises you want to do, but you have kind of like an aim maybe what muscle groups you're about to train today. Right. So like you're following your own plan while right. in the bars. It's uh, usually three exercises you can do <laughs> like in different <laughs> variations and you right. go there like it, it's kind of like smaller place. Mm. It's um, so there's a limit on the number of exercises that you can do. Yes, and so it's more concentric, which makes it like everyone's more focused on that, and everyone's trying to help each other out. Would you say that's accurate? Maybe that's a thing. Yeah. I, I believe that's a thing. Cause yeah, certainly. Like, um, but the the thing is, the trainings the trainings like can still be quite long. Like with my friend when we. It's a fun story, and actually, uh, actually, it's it's a, it's the same friend that we started, like because we're very good friends to this day, and oh, like wow. um, when we were about sixteen years old or seventeen, mm -hmm. like we went every second day on bars, like wow. uh, together, <laughs> yeah, like we had um, we trained like for one hour, one hour and thirty minutes, something like this, mm -hmm. and what we did was basically different variations of um, of push-ups, of uh, pull-ups, like. So it was like three exercises, but a lot of different variations, like different grips, um, different forms. Mm -hmm. And like um, the thing about these exercises is like they are more for like full body workout, full except body. legs. In, yes. in fact, the, like the, the worst thing about calisthenics is that um, it is more difficult to train legs, especially right. on bars. Like you don't have anything for legs. Mm -hmm. And I have seen some like um, street workout places where right. they will have a machine for legs, mm. but it's very, very uncommon. Like right. I have seen only once or twice such a thing like in Sweden, not in Bulgaria even. Like in Bulgaria, I, I, maybe it exists like in the in the capital in Sofia. Right. right. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, one thing that you could do like in, while you're there in the bars is like you could also do just like squats and lunges and that's pretty much the only way though right Without, yeah if you didn't want to use weights and you still wanted to train your legs like that would be the best way to go about exactly it, right? exactly yeah or what we actually once did was yeah. uh, using a stone 
squatting with a stone. With a st- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, okay, that, that's that, worked. If that's, that's allowed, worked. I mean, okay. Oh, that is environment. It doesn't count yes. as a weight. So, okay. Well, uh, it does. It, it is a weight. Like, you yeah. hold it as a weight. Like, it's it's not super heavy because, like, you otherwise cannot hold it. Right. Like, but... um. It's it's not a gym equipment, yeah. so it doesn't count as a gym workout. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still kind of calisthenics with uh, using what you have. Right, right, yeah. exactly. That's amazing. Um, so let's like moving on from how you s- your transition from calisthenics to um, weight training and bodybuilding is, is that accurate? Yeah. Would you say okay? Yeah. Um, did you have did you have any sort of inspiration as you said when you started? breakdancing that it started when you saw you know you saw them you saw some people you know breakdancing on the tv so did you have a figure in in mind when you just started an inspiration that you looked up to that's a good question let's see so um i i for sure knew about arnold when i started (laughs) yeah in fact i i never really had like a figure that i really really looked up Mm. in fitness right like it was more that um i felt that I was kind of pretty used to calisthenics. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try something new, like go for um, to weights. And the way I started was like, not directly in the gym, I just bought dumbbells and used them home. Like mm-hmm. just um, um, training with the dumbbells like at home. And also if I wanted to like recreate a bench, I would use some chairs, honestly. That was <laughs> my, my way. Like, uh, And it was like when I was, um, 15 or 16 years old, something like this. But right. I never really had a figure like that I looked up um, mm. to, honest, like in fitness. Right. So, in general, yeah. would you say that having like an ideal figure of inspiration, say, you know, like I mentioned, like Arnold, yeah. for example, right? That's that's like a very godly figure. Right, almost. yeah. Um, even with that objective observation that you'll really never reach there, do you think it's a healthy sort of mindset to have to like have someone like oh yeah I'm gonna reach that yeah sort of thing yeah so I think it's really a great idea to have such a figure like um, it's it's always great to be inspired mm-hmm. because it really helps you pushing it helps you remember and remind yourself where you wanna go kind of but what is not very healthy is to expect or want to be at the exact same level for Mm -hmm. example if it is about the physique like it is irrational for most people to believe that they can look exactly like arnold because they have different physiques and like if you really want to aim to become a bodybuilder for example like it can be great to like look up to Arnold or like maybe even other bodybuilders that have like more similar physique to yours. Right. Like it is great to listen to what they say, mm-hmm. what they think they have done wrong, what they think they have done right, what yeah. has worked for them and yeah. what not. Because these are great insights and advice that you can use in order to like shorten your way to your goals. Right. Yeah, like because that's how you avoid doing mistakes that you can that otherwise will take a lot of your time mm-hmm. but as i mentioned it is just um wrong to really expect to look exactly like this because if you really do once you start changing your body and see that it's actually not happening mm-hmm. you will feel down like it it will uh lead to negative 
feelings about something you cannot change because mm. we don't choose our own physique. Right. What we choose is um, how much we train, what yeah. we eat, and it is always good to just think about what we have control over, what we can change. The things we cannot change, mm -hmm. it's better not to really expect that we can change. Right, okay. Um, just in uh, along that line though, the advice sort of, the advice that you get from someone that you look up to, mm -hmm. for example, um, I've seen that one, I'm sure you've seen it as well, that there's a whole like 50 minute video by Arnold on YouTube about yeah. how he did his training to win. And he talked about in the chest uh, section of his workouts, he talked about the importance of flies, chest flies, and how it really helped him get the, like the size that he did end up getting. But right now the modern science sort of says, I mean, again, when I say modern science, yes. I'm quoting another YouTuber. So I wouldn't really be completely true, but this is Athlean X, who's a very right. Respected, I know Athlean X. Yes, so he's a very respected um, fitness uh, expert, right? In, you know, in the industry, and he says that it's completely unhealthy to be doing chest flies, which uh, you know, it just I cannot. I, I I don't know what he said, but as far as I oh, wait, I think what he said was that it, if you extend it too much, that it tears the muscles along your pecs. Mm -hmm. And then that essentially becomes un, like it's just more unhealthy and it damages your uh, tissues. Right. But what would you say to sort of, um, what was that even a question? Really? No, I, I I I kind of get the direction where where it is heading. Like yeah. I I understand like the issue here. It's like about a lot of different informations coming from different sources. Well, that's no, that's uh, I was. That we're gonna come to that in a bit later. It's just that one particular thing, for example. Would you say that because it worked for him, like mm -hmm. for Arnold, it worked yeah. for him, um, that it might not work for you? Is all right. Right. So would you say that? That is really, really true. That is true, right? Yeah, that is definitely true. Because as I mentioned, like we all have different physiques and like different exercises work differently well for us. Yeah. For example, like when I have been training with. I have been training with a lot of friends mm -hmm. and like sometimes um, I, I trained once with a friend of mine and he said like, um, ah, let's keep this exercises. Uh, I actually I actually don't do this one. It doesn't work well for me. Like I feel strange pain that I can I cannot avoid. Right. And um, it is not so common that you actually feel such a pain that you really completely should avoid this exercise. Mm -hmm. But apparently it still can happen. So like, um, it definitely can be a thing that some exercises work better for you than for other people. Right. And that's why like, it is, it, it's kind of like, um, it should not, not really be a thing to like, share like with the broad audience, mm. like about one exercise and preach this is the best exercise you can do. Yeah. Because it if it works for you well it doesn't necessarily mean that it will work for everyone yeah. so what is best to say that it worked for me and maybe if if the person watching the video or like consuming this content has a similar physique m it might work better like well for this person as well but um still it's not like a certain fact right so um yeah that that's the thing like um different um tricks work well for different people mm -hmm. okay 
So we'll we'll come back to this again because there's another thing that's just clicked in my head that yeah, I want to ask you. Surely. But before we get into that, actually looking at the sort of positives of every like of such a living such a lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, what would you say is the most important aspect of leading a healthy lifestyle? Yes. So in general, healthy lifestyle, like by definition, means living in a way that um, avoids you, like prevents you from being really sick, or like decreases the risk of dying early. But if we elaborate on this, we can also say that living a healthy lifestyle, maybe today is more like feeling good about yourself, not feeling stressed. So I think fitness, if you if you go um, to the gym or like if you exercise, not necessarily in the gym, but just exercise um, regularly, you usually tend to feel better about yourself. Mm. And if you believe, if you really believe what you're doing on a daily basis is good and right for you, then you're like in general... Um, likely to be a happy, happier person because um, like that's how you keep away the negative feelings if you know what you're doing is the right thing to do like your time is well used right that's that's amazing um, I actually wanted to because this is something that I've argued with my parents yeah. all the time over this but when I was about 15 or so I started um, weight training and of course there were like like a lot of discontinuations in between but when I started they had this very big issue one being the the myth of you know if you start with lifting weights that you're gonna not grow in height that's one right. thing um, the other thing was and this is another thing that I've had to discuss with one of my flatmates recently and that's that what do you do like what's the use of weight training when you can build a solid core and a solid body with like just body weight training and that any weight training is essentially unnatural i'm I'm saying that in air quotes um as he's he's specified because this person is a just to give a little background about him Mm -hmm. he's um he oh wait what is he he's been in the uh in the traveling industry for a long time so the tourism industry Mm -hmm. so he's done rock climbing and all that stuff and so essentially all he's done is weight, um, body weight training. And he's a very big advocate of that. And his, his position is that when you build all this muscle and you build all that size, that, you know, it doesn't really help you a lot apart from making you look big, as he said it. Look, uh, that's I don't agree with him, but I didn't have as concrete of arguments as I'm sure that you will have against these points. So what would you say to that? Right. So, like, to begin with, first about the growing in height. (laughs) It's honestly extremely, extremely, (laughs) like, common thing to have, like, um, uh, to believe. Yeah. And um, honestly, the reason why I didn't start with uh, with, um, Jim earlier Mm -hmm. maybe was, to a large extent, this belief. Oh, wow. However, it is not proven by any study that it actually is true. It's not proven. Mm. Like, it, it might be the case, but at this point of time, it's just not proven. Right. And, like, um, 
it's very interesting that many people believe it and like me personally i i still to this day believe it can be true because like especially when you're like still growing like you're you're uh, when you're 15 like you're still about to grow up in height more yeah and like at least what i would not recommend is lifting too heavy like going for prs like squatting extreme amounts of like extreme weights yeah like um really pushing your limits in terms of weight what you can push your limits in terms of is like rather the intensity like but keeping to hypertrophy Mm. what it means is like you you focus on doing like eight to twelve reps right with a weight that um it will be very 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 difficult to lift on the last reps so like 12th you're barely managing that's how hypertrophy works and over time you need to follow progressive overload what it means is uh, increasing either the reps or the weights that you're training with yeah because that's how you challenge your muscles more if your muscles like adapt to the level of challenge that you expose them to they're not going to grow as much um in comparison to if you increase this challenging level gradually over time right okay yeah but just in respect to the whole idea of um weight training essentially just being for show in in air quotes again and for saying that oh you know body weight training could essentially just replace it what do you really say to that uh, now that you've been in the weight training? In both of them, yeah. yeah. So in like, them. I was, I really felt great when when I was doing calisthenics. I it definitely gave it. It made me really strong. Like I, as a kid, I really felt strong. Like I was um, pretty strong opponent in terms of like <laughs> <laughs> arm wrestling. <Yeah. laughs> so like, um, it, it, it felt great. Like mm. it, it really like. To this day, I believe introdu- gave me great introduction to the gym. Right. Because when I entered the gym for the first time, I never ever felt like a newbie. I knew what to do. Like I, I go to the machine. It takes me a little time to like see how the machine is wor- you yeah. supposed to y- be used exactly. Mm-hmm. But like I knew how it feels to challenge your muscles. So like if I'm doing a exercise for the chest. I will I would soon like understand exactly what to target and how to do it with the right form in order to not harm uh, harm myself. Right. And like in order to be also efficient doing this exercise. Mm. So I think calisthenics gives you great like um um advantage when right. you're going when you're kind of about to start with fitness. Right. But um the reason why fitness is a thing like um why many people prefer it to calisthenics is that calisthenics cannot help you grow as much in terms of like size and um strength yeah sure the strength as well because like there's a limit how much you can train with calisthenics like it's body weight whereas in fitness you can just push more and more yeah. like yeah you can keep increasing as much as you want right so like it is both are great trainings um but like fitness is more adjusted to like growing more in size bodybuilding for example like you you cannot be a bodybuilder if you just do calisthenics mm-hmm. 
it doesn't work like this because yeah. there is a limit of how much you can challenge your muscles. If you don't like follow progress overload, as I mentioned, mm. you cannot like um, increase your muscle size right. like eternally. Hmm. I can, you know what? When you said um, that when you just start off from so like as you transitioned into starting the gym yeah. that you just have a look at it at the the machines for like a, you know a few days and then yes. you'd be able to pick up what to do right yeah i mean that's that's really great because for me it took like two weeks for me to understand how the leg press machines work like at the uni gym because i was trying to push yeah. on a machine that was already like stuck so i had uh-huh. to like hit the pull the machines on the side to right, actually make yeah. it work which is pretty weird but no, that's just besides the fact that was just supposed to be a joke. But no, um, I, I still think I, I still think though it's a technical thing because like you, they're, they're like <laughs> these uh, two levers or whatever they're called. Right. That you're supposed to actually move first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's but um, that's why actually, I, th- I I could give an advice for a person who is like complete newbie, like training. Yeah. To first try uh, calisthenics, mm. like for at least two weeks or a month because. In gym, I know, personally, I never felt this, but, like, I know it's a thing to, it's quite common if you're, like, very new to the gym to, like, adapt to this new environment Mm. because you feel everybody's watching at you. You're concerned about doing things wrong because um, everyone else, uh, as you think, is, uh, yeah, everyone else will see that and you believe everyone else is doing everything right. Right. So, like... um, just to get started like street workout or calisthenics might mm-hmm. be a good thing for you to yeah. just get used to it a little bit mm-hmm. and then from there trans- like transition to yeah. fitness okay to training in a gym right that's that's really great advice because i feel like that transitions really helped you as you mentioned before yeah to N- well now for me like it was like long years honestly like mm-hmm. in calisthenics right and i'm not sure like i have at least not heard about a story of someone who has done calisthenics for just a month and then like tra- uh, transited to fitness mm. but um i still think it is it is going to work because like you you get used to like training yeah. like you 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 become used to strength training and also like in general strength training especially as a newbie you see results fast Mm. that's how it works because like it is very sudden you expose your muscles to like a challenge that they're not at all like used to yeah so the results that you will see are much faster in comparison to a person who has been training years for years and like suddenly one year like it's another year like it's a little like higher level in terms of challenge to, uh, to the muscles right but like these muscles already know a lot. Like mm. they have been challenged over the years. Whereas for a person who is like complete newbie, you go to the to the street workout, and the faster you see results, in fact, the more uh, self confident you become. So like, I believe more more many people that are newbies in the gym mm-hmm. just lack the necessary self confidence. Mm. Like the reason why you are like concerned about others seeing you and like believing that you thinking you're not doing things right yeah it's mainly self-confidence mm. okay we'll we'll talk about progress and also we'll talk about um a, a particular thing such as combat sports right. since i've just started with one of them i have a bunch of questions um related to that but let's go back to the whole misin- the misinformation thing mm-hmm. 
um, with you know all this misinformation and you know unhealthy mindsets such as right. like oh yeah train seven days a week no hours off essentially train like twice a day or something yeah, like that the extremes one, yeah. um, that's being spread around you know YouTube Instagram TikTok whatever it is is there a way to sort of you know navigate through this cautiously um, and are there any like you, actually I'll, I'll ask that later but yeah the, for the first one yeah right so. I think it's great question and extremely important one, especially mm -hmm. for people who are very new to training. Yeah. Um, I think the way to navigate through this is in fact to, before you start consuming really like different YouTube channels, like di different um, social media accounts, mm -hmm. it is good that you start by doing your own research. And I'm not talking about doing like a vast research about any exercise, how it helps you or whatever. Mm. Just the basics, the fundamentals. You need to understand how the fundamentals work. Because if you really understand the fundamentals, like most content uh, which is out there in social media and YouTube, it's about different tricks. Like it's about small things, like uh, a particular exercise, as you mentioned, for example, like the flies. Like, um, but if you understand like about training in general, like about chest training in general, like what exercises exist out there, yeah, then you like can make more rational decisions yourself. Because like when you consume like certain information about a specific thing in fitness or like about diet, you can you can still make a, ra a rational choice whether to do it or how to apply this to yourself to your own schedule or like plan based on what you have learned about in terms of fundamentals and when i say fundamentals i'm talking in general about how how the muscles grow for example mm -hmm. so muscles are exposed to a particular challenge like a level of challenge yeah. and uh, during the workout they break down they, these muscles they break down Whereas they grow during the period of like um, a rest, when, when you're resting after, basically, like after the workout. Like that's why you cannot, for example, like do seven days workouts. Mm -hmm. And like, it, it's actually possible, but twice a day is uh, more <laughs> questionable. The reason is because like every single muscle group needs um, rest of at least 24 to 48 hours after right. the workout. Yep. If you're new, it might take even longer mm. for the muscle to recover. Yep. And that's why like when you're new, you feel more um, serious muscle soreness after workout. Mm. Like it takes a little longer because the muscle has never been exposed to such challenge before. Right. But in general, like if you understand the fundamentals, like if you know that you need this rest, then you're likely to once you see this like uh, content about like train every day, twice a day, mm -hmm. at least for a newbie, it's far from rational. Mm. Like yeah. um, because first of all, like you you have high chances of harming yourself, like right. because this basically entails that you're going to train when your muscles have not recovered at all if you're new to the gym and. Um, Another thing is also about the diet, like how it works in general, like mm. so like um, what bulking means, what cutting is, like how, how these things work, like yeah. um, about the 
caloric deficit, caloric surplus, what they are, how they work, right. about macronutrients. <clears throat> and from then, like, you can start, like, determining what to eat. Because, like, I know a lot of influencers will make TikToks where they say, okay, for you, <laughs> eat eggs, tuna fish, chicken, <laughs> nothing else, like, uh, and some broccoli, that's <laughs> it. Like, these are basically, like, also, like, small tricks so to say like the, it's yeah. information very niche information about mm -hmm. like how to take your protein yeah but uh, first of all you need to know how much protein first of all you need to know like what macronutrients are and how to track them so like this is basically about learning the fundamentals before you go into the small details mm -hmm. that you can take actually because also m like much of the content that is out there is very helpful as well right yeah i was gonna mention that because you do have to start somewhere right and yeah. if you're if you if you're someone who hasn't trained before and you finally built up that energy to build like start training but then if you realize that you have to go through this like basic understanding of what exercises that you should be doing what information to take in mm -hmm. that might become a bit of a demotivator which is where what you said is really great that there's a lot of content out there that's also really good like I w one thing that I wanted to mention was uh, Jeff Nippert. Yes, yeah. he's, he's a pretty good. I'd say. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but as far as I know, he's very um, rigorous with his research, and the exercises that he talks about are objectively good. Yeah. Because they've been like, there's been a lot of subjects that have been um, sort of there's research papers with a lot of subjects, mm -hmm. um, and you know it's a good starting point. Like for example. Um, this was a combination of Athlean-X and Jeff Nippard, and there's another guy that I can't remember, but I was looking at alternatives for chest flies yeah. with the dumbbells, um, and that's when I saw like um, the cable flies, which right. did almost the same thing, except that the extension wasn't so much that it would tear my muscles, which I sort of felt, because, oh, yeah. again, this is an example of what might not work for me, which might work for someone else, where... Oh, where um, my chest, when I did the dumbbell presses, oh, sorry, the dumbbell flies, yeah. it felt like my arm was going to get torn off. I mean... All right. Well, the thing is, uh, honestly, like, once you consume, like, information, like, and if you if you become really concerned about this, you might feel things <laughs> that you have not felt before. Like, <laughs> this also true. might play for <laughs> That's an true. important role, <laughs> just to tell. Uh, it's great that you mentioned Jeff Nippert, honestly. Like, I remember I was once, like, just started talking to a guy in the gym mm -hmm. and like he recommended to me Jeff Nippert mm -hmm. and um, I I usually don't consume nowadays m like a lot of YouTube information like it's mostly just doing exercises that I know I'm kind of like I already know what exercises to do what works for me uh, how to vary my exercises so I might get ideas for about for exercises from like Google or YouTube right but I really used to watch a lot more YouTube like when I was starting gym, I in fact remember watching Kathleen X a lot. Mm. I, I was watching Kathleen X mainly for like uh, when I was introduced to the gym. Yeah. Later, actually, when I have been speaking to other people and also like in the gym, mm -hmm. um, some of them like uh, have told me they actually don't enjoy like watching Kathleen X anymore. Like there was one guy like I, uh, he was really like determined that like um, Atlee next had um, like uh, given him an example of like some exercise that he had led to some um, 
I think like uh, injury, mm. like he this injury kind of stays for thi- to this day. So like oh. he was like um, really good. negative about mm. that Linux. Like uh, now for me, I cannot say the same. Like I have only seen like great examples for from at Linux, but um, I think Jeff Nippert, from what I have heard, from what I know about uh, different YouTubers mm-hmm. about fitness, yeah, Jeff Nippert really might be the best one or the first one to go to especially mm. when you're like um considering to s- to do something right. that might be um more questionable like maybe there are like a lot of information about side effects and so on like you're a little more concerned about so yeah. like jeff Nip- nippert might be a good youtuber to go to in mm. fact i was watching some um youtube uh, videos from Jeff Nip- Nippert when I was considering to start using creatine because I was very negative like about creatine before I like the first time a, a friend of mine mentioned creatine and I, like this was long time ago like back then I didn't even go to fitness mm-hmm. so like it, everything was new when he mentioned creatine I was fe- I felt like man we lost this boy <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, he, he goes to something like steroids this guy and I was uh, I felt we lost this guy <laughs> He's no longer natural. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. no way, no way. <laughs> but like, because like, I, I later on when I started like seriously with the gym, mm. I like, um, I heard about creatine a lot. Right. And like, I since it's something like that you, um, I mean like, protein shakes are more n- easy to go to. Like, um, it, it's it's not a big deal. Like, it's just like another source of protein. Yeah. Whereas creatine, it feels a little. It feels like a bigger step when you're about to take it for the first time. So I was really, really um, not sure about it. Mm. And I'm, I talked to friends. I um, made a lot of research, re- read different papers, articles myself. Mm-hmm. And um, since it was like a bigger step. And that's right. why like, I, I did this. And uh-huh. I actually took creatine when I was uh, bulking. Like right now I'm not taking. And I have not been taking for the last maybe four months. But during my one of my bulk like um, phases, I was yeah. actually taking creatine, and it, it felt great. Like I, uh, I definitely felt only upsides of it. Like at least not the side effects that people usually yeah. might talk to talk about. Uh-huh. Wow, that's that's amazing because this sort of lines up with what I was gonna ask you next. But I, honestly, I've I've sort of felt the same way. Anyone who said, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna start taking creatine," I'm like, yeah? "Oh no." Oh no, man! Don't go there. That's that's a little too extreme. You're going beyond, like you know, it's beyond natural. But you know, it's, yeah. I'm glad that it's not true. Um, so essentially, this is another big factor when it comes to someone get trying to get into fitness is um, nutrition, which right. is like so much more important than just training, right? As you know, it's been said. I might be wrong here, um, but how much? Oh, sorry. How would a newbie? Um, navigate through nutrition and like you know the vast and often like overwhelming um, resources that are available online yeah man it's a lovely question really very important like I have been frustrated at some information (laughs) like I have gotten from YouTube like uh, because so much exists here like and if you it's like all, all again like comes down to fundamentals like really understand the basics because like there is a lot of different information and like 
what shocked me once like yeah. there was it, it was actually an amazing advertisement because it sh- it just shocks you the first time you hear it <laughs> if you're like a newbie yeah. so like y- all your life i guess you have heard like fruits and vegetables are great right yeah they're very healthy yeah and one time i, I like i was opening youtube and i back then i didn't have ad block <laughs> and the first time i hear by this guy and he's actually a very uh known guy like in the fitness industry okay. his fruits are bad <laughs> like uh, <laughs> if you think you can go down and wait with fruits yeah. that's not the way <laughs> yeah that was shocked man i actually <laughs> continued to watch the advertisement a little oh, bit no. yeah and that's the thing i mean yeah. like um there's a lot of information down there and that's why it's so essential to really know how the fundamentals work so right. like um as you say like i know it's a big thing like people really preach like 80% of your body is like built in the kitchen like <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like this <laughs> yeah, a lot of information like this right um honestly like personally i never thought much about like eating when i was training like until like i was 20 or something like this i re- really just didn't think about it like my way was just train hard yeah. but now i don't say at all like that eating <laughs> is not important like it yeah. really is important like right. i so how it works in general is like you need to understand what cutting is what bulking is and like also there's a term called body recomposition Mm. so like bulking is basically when you eat on caloric surplus like you have a specific amount of calories that you need that your body needs for its normal functions right like if you don't train the body just consumes these calories because that's uh, the energy that your body needs so like how you usually find this is like you can either measure yourself like there's specific scales that will tell your basal metabolic rate this right. is basically this amount of calories that okay. i'm talking about okay and um another way is actually how i started like when i started with gym and when i started more seriously thinking about uh, eating habits because before this I never had done it mm. I just ate what I felt for of course I didn't like go like <laughs> um, too much with the sweets right. or fizzy drinks right. like um, because I still knew that that's not how it works too much like, sugar yeah, is bad yeah. as a kid I really love them man. yeah <laughs> I did too yeah so, so like um, when I started like really thinking about how I eat mm-hmm. I in t- in a, about a week or two i basically counted how many calories i consume and like i tried to not change the way I eat. so like i would usually eat about the same things every day like um o- honestly it sometimes there are like big like uh differences like between the amounts of calories i eat today for example and tomorrow and that's why you do it for two weeks like you mm-hmm. take the average Right. And this average is basically the your basal metabolic rate if you assume that you don't go up or you don't go down in weight. Yeah. And like I remember at this point of time like I ha- I had been like about 71 72 kilograms like for 2 3 years mm. honestly. Wow. Yeah, so like um I knew this was kind of like a, around the like um amount of calories that I consume normally a day. Yeah. And actually like maybe around two months ab- ago i like uh, 
you actually use the scale like it was in the gym. So like oh, I, okay. I asked to use it. Yeah. I like to m- actually measure my uh, basal metabolic rate. And it was a similar like number to what I counted, like what I basically got as an average from these two weeks that I was estimating. Right. Wow, that's pretty. So it came pretty close. The yeah, relatively close. Yeah. Wow. So like basically bulking is if you go like a specific amount of calories about this rate. Right. And then you are exposed to, you you, you tend to build muscle easier. Like mm-hmm. basically, um, you you need more protein. Like in order to build muscle, like during this recovery phase, as we mentioned earlier, like during the um, time that muscle is rebuilding itself, yeah. it uses protein to rebuild itself. That's why protein is so important when you when you like things think about eating yeah so in general like the most important things like to um, look at if you're like just thinking about the bulking or the cutting phase is the calories and the protein in general like it is good to track macronutrients like as well like the carbs the fats the protein but actually when i was bulking and cutting i actually didn't do it like i just focused on calories and protein Mm -hmm. so like i tried to first have like above um, around like 200 calories more than usual, like yeah. the basic metabolic rate, yeah. and then like increase to around 500 uh, above the rate, not more. Because if you go more, then it, it you're about to start what is usually referred to as dirty bulking. Mm. Like yeah. usually, because the, the idea with bulking is to build muscle and also gain some fat because it's unavoidable mm. but not so much fat focus right. more on the muscle so you can so if you do clean bulking that you can st- still control the amount of fat that you can gain right yes right. if you if you're in this um if you just try to like in go around maximum 500 calories above your m- basal mm. metabolic rate right yeah, and when it is it comes to cutting, it's the other way around. Like not more than five hundred calories ca- calories below yeah, this rate, right. because otherwise you you might burn muscle. Mm. Actually, it it's also likely. Right. So like, even though this information, like if you're like completely new to gym, might sound a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like these are the fundamentals, and if you know about them, like you you become kind of immune to dangerous information out there. The reason why this guy st- said that fruits are bad yeah. is because, uh, I mean, like, what he... Like, the idea of this advertisement in general, like, is to shock you. Like, the, yeah. the, the first three <laughs> seconds, they are meant to shock you. Like, yeah. th- th- this was just his strategy to, like, uh, shock you. Like, yeah. fruits are not bad. Definitely yeah. not. They're, they're very good to eat yeah. in terms of, like, a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, like, um... But you need to be, like, aware that they also have calories. Like, of course, like, um, as everything, every, all, all food have calories. So, like, you, you just need to know how many, how many calories you need. Yeah. If you're, like, eating the right amount of calories and, like, also think of your macronutrients, make sure that they're, like, um, op- optimized, mm. then you can still eat fruits, of course. Right. But, yeah, I've, I think... Um, Athlean has done that with a couple of... They're like, oh, yeah, stop doing crunches, stop doing these and that. Like, It's always like a bait. And yeah. then they go, and it's like, no, it's not that bad. It's just like, do it properly. It's like, bro, come on, we yeah. do that. You know? <laughs> but yeah, you're right. 
Um, there's an, there's something that I wanted to talk to you about, but okay, I'll we'll we'll, we'll keep moving on uh, until I sort of remember that again. But let's come back to combat training. Yeah. Now, I <clears throat> I just started training. Um, boxing. So uh, wonderful! Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, man. But no, my question was that um, I I got this inf information from my trainer, which was very interesting. And I think we talked about this while we were coming here. Yeah. About how the more size you gain, the more um, you know your heart needs to pump blood yeah. in order to like you know keep your muscles. Actually, I'm, I'm getting I'm I'm getting nowhere with this, but like the the idea is that. But you mentioned something really interesting in that, in that, if you you can still maintain that same level of stamina, so long as you train harder, is that true? Is that what you said? Yes. You so, it it I'm not completely sure whether you can still like maintain the exact same level of stamina, but right. you can definitely improve it if you focus on the right uh, the right cardio. Yeah. Like. There are two types of cardio, like one is um, aerobic, like usually also referred to distance training. Mm. The other one is anaerobic, sometimes referred to interval training. So like to put it in a, in a like uh, context, like aerobic, um, uh, aerobic cardio um, actually means that um, I, I said, I, uh, let, let's see, I, I, I saw recently a good way to explain it. Okay. Aerobic exercise is one that you can talk during you're doing it. Oh. You can kind of speak. It's it's all right. But like in general, it means that like your body uses oxygen to like, uh, well, as you're doing this exercise. Yeah. Um, and like it has the right amount of oxygen to take to use during this exercise. So is so that like, like, oh, sorry. None of no. it's like basically biking, like cycling, like running, like yeah, I was uh, gonna ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty true. much like okay. w what people usually think when when it comes to cardio. So like, like jogging. Yeah, essentially like endurance training would yeah. be Arabic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, endurance like training is also anaerobic. Like mm. uh, so, uh, like okay. In fact, anaerobic exercise might be even better for endurance. Interesting. And um, anaerobic, to put it in the context, it's like, um, it's basically when the body needs more oxygen that it has uh, access to. So like, it's it's usually the for exercise, like um, one, one very common anaerobic training is HEAT. Yes. <laughs> it is, it stands for high intensity interval training. Yes. And in fact, it's my, all-time favorite cardio. Really? I don't really like, I mean like jogging, I, ha I have done, uh, mm -hmm. like, um, I, I, I have definitely been like running, not so much like not marathons, but like eight, 10 kilometers I have been running. I mean, it's a nice training, like it's it's honestly more chill. Like the thing is, y of course you really get burnt out, like it right. really takes all out all your energy, Right. but um, it feels more chill, mm. whereas heat, after some heats, I have been Googling, <laughs> can you die from heat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 for real. <laughs> oh, shit. Honestly, yeah. I, I can relate to that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, oh I have, 
like one um, favorite hit uh, workout. It's yeah. like 20 minutes. I'm not completely sure about the name of the um, uh, channel, but it's mm -hmm. usually the first one to show up when you when you Google hit, like okay. when in you on YouTube. What 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 exercises does it? So have? like it 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 has basically like four exercises. Okay. So like the first one is um, squat, and then like. Um, one f you move one feet to the other and then the other uh, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. other side then you um do high jumps high like jump. uh, high knees it's called i think high knees okay uh then burpees for sure oh, of course on. burpees you cannot forget them and then uh, <laughs> is it is this called flight jack this one yeah yeah, yeah. Flying yeah. jacks. yeah exactly like oh yeah. jumping jacks jumping jacks yeah. jumping jacks exactly and you do it like for like all of these exercises, 60 seconds, like first one, second one, third one, fourth one, like after the four, uh, then you have a little rest. It's yeah. 20 second rest. Oh my the, God, that's the, not enough. Then you <laughs> <laughs> do the, sa the, the same exercises for 50 seconds, oh. 20 sec rest. Then for 40, 20 sec oh rest, 30, God. 20 sec rest, then 20, then 10. And then you finish. Yeah, That's it's hell, 20. Man. It's hell, man. It doesn't, like, uh, it doesn't sound like much, but like... I, I, I know, man. It <laughs> doesn't sound like much. I Like, after this uh, after this session, I'm a waterfall. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I honestly used to do a lot of cardio, car cardio back in the mm. days because, like, um, what I had skipped is was this important step of learning the fundamentals. So every yeah. time I, I did cardio, I believed that I'm burning fat. Yeah. So if I wanted to burn fat, I, I, I said, ah, 20, 20 minute cardio before the workout okay. and I'm going to be good. Like, uh, and cardio helps because in general, cardio burns more calories yep. than like uh, weight training. Yep. So like if your goal is to like cut, it, it cardio is not necessary to cut, but it eases like this process because it basically allows you to eat more if you want. Like, mm. um, like too much of a cardio is not good in in case it is going to like put you more than 500 calories below your basal metabolic rate for example because then you're like about to burn muscle but if mm. you're like within this rate right like 500 calories below or mm. like so somewhere somewhere above like up to the basal metabolic rate then you're good mm. wow, so like yeah in terms of cutting yeah yeah. Wow. I mean, I've never really... Wait, when you said... So, if you did a high interval... Sorry, high intensity interval hit. If you did a yeah. hit, would you still be able to do weight training after that? Or is that like just that for the day, would you say? Um, well, you're, you're actually able to. Like, I, I really loved pushing myself. So, I, I just start like... I, the thing is... Uh, I always have energy like when I'm training. Mm. Uh, recently I spoke to a friend like and um, I think what we came to a conclusion is like if you start like training another muscle group then you kind of have energy like it is at least it feels like you're starting a new workout. That's that's right. the way I feel like. Right. Yeah. So like uh, for example if I do like cardio then I start like weight training. Mm -hmm. Like between cardio and weight training, I'm taking like five minutes, mm -hmm. and then I start, and I feel normal. You feel normal, yeah, like wow. just starting. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's but that's oh, just yeah. just to come back, like uh, because I didn't answer your question about the combat training and the endurance. Mm -hmm. Like so, basically, I remember studying in school, like the heats, yeah. like they help more with the endurance, and that's why, like for example, football players 
yeah. can really really um beat like um not sprinters 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 actually also interval training but yeah. like long distance runners right they can really um what is it called like out outrun outrun yeah they they, they they can definitely outrun them like not not sure about outrun actually because like Ooh. these guys are like sp specifically trained like oh, to run <laughs> so like <laughs> so like it is i guess learning by doing they know how to run better right, than like right, the right. football players i guess okay like for long distances but mm -hmm. like in general for endurance interval yeah. training is better because it it like puts the body into like a great amounts of like um, a really great challenge like basically like your pulse goes up to its maximum rate then suddenly get down and then up basically yeah. interval training is like um S like many times you challenge your in one training you you, you challenge your body like many times mm -hmm. like and and you do it suddenly for example jogging is a distance distance like aerobic exercise but you can do it you can turn it into anaerobic if you make it like you so you jog like for example for like uh, say 100 meters then for 50 meters you sprint oh man Therefore, another hundred you jog, jog for fifty you sprint. Yeah, that's interval training. Mm. And like I, I tried it once, and I was just jogging usually. I tried on the third, uh, but it is insane. Wow, it was it really like as effective as you you know expected it to be? So, so like, since I didn't do it, like I I didn't continue doing it like consistently. Mm. I didn't really feel difference. Right, and that's really coming to a very important point. If you want to feel like difference about yourself, about like the results or your endurance, you need to be consistent. Like mm. everything, like th that's a fundamental thing, like in training. Right. Like everything comes down to how consistent you are. Because y as a newbie, now as we said, you're going to see results faster than a person who is yep. not a newbie in the gym, for example. Yeah. But like it always takes time to see these results, even though it's faster. Absolutely. So like you just need to be consistent to see these results. Yeah. So like as I didn't like do this um, jogging sprint, jogging sprint like consistently, I just wanted to try it out. Hmm. I didn't really see like difference in endurance. Right. But when I was doing the heats, when when <laughs> heats was n were new for me, yeah, I I really feel felt better. I I, I felt my endurance was increasing. And yeah. now since I have not been doing heats actually recently, yeah. Um. I feel my endurance is really not as good. And and like I think I definitely need to come back to them like because sometimes when I train more intensively I notice that um like it is more difficult. Like it takes a little more time to like um recover after exercise. Like I still like have I need to breathe a little more to mm. like go back to no my normal pulse rate and like yeah. start next next ex exercise. Right. Because basically endurance, if if you improve your endurance very very much, mm -hmm. what this means yeah. is that after a particular exercise, your recovery time will be much shorter than a person who has never trained in oh. terms of like um, cardio. Right. Yeah. I see. Your pulse rate um, goes back to normal much faster. I see. Well, I, I did not know that. Okay, that's um, okay. What? In fact, I actually now you you sort of touched on both of these points yeah. quite well, um, but 
I'll sort of bring this in after we sort of talk about something that's really important and something that's really amazing that you've started um, very recently. Yeah. Um, and which I've had the absolute pleasure of joining as one of the early members. Amazing, I mean, man. Pretty early. Great to have you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Faintage. Can yeah. you can you can you tell us about tell us, Mommy? Yeah. Tell us about Faintage. What's the story behind Faintage? Definitely. So when I started gym, mm-hmm. I actually started like so so when I was like around 17, 18 years old, mm-hmm. I never had a gym membership. Like I just went to the gym in school in the school breaks because we, we because yeah. we had actually long breaks between like different subjects. So I def- I basically used the, the gym there. But mm-hmm. when I really started like for real w- with my first gym membership, it was with um, some friends like in um, in Sweden, and some of them were new. And like when I started like with these friends, also some other friends joined a little later. Mm. And like in the beginning, we had like maybe two three sessions when we were like. Um, six guys something like this and like we were too many like because mm. usually it's much more optimal to train like two and two right that's how you like avoid resting too much between like the different exercises because mm. we you also need to think like about um how much you rest between exercises especially right. if you if you train for hypertrophy it needs to be between 30 and 90 seconds so when i was training with these friends like i saw that um like even though we were quite new to the gym, me, myself as well, because I, I I had gone to the gym school, the, to the school gym, but I never was like I never really felt like a gym person. I I felt new to the gym as well, mm. but because Michael Stenix had introduced me so well, like I knew what I was doing. So when somebody was doing something like wrong, I could help them. I could um, like. Um, also motivate them to push a little more because right. when you are like new maybe you're not likely to like really challenge yourself so much mm. because you're not used to this like i remember speaking to one friend and he said bro when i was starting i just felt it was strange to feel this pain i, I asked myself <laughs> why do i expose myself to this pain it right. feels not normal to me mm. and um so, so I, I saw that I could motivate my friends, like to train harder, to train consistently. Right. And because we started together, even if they were about like, if, if they didn't feel like some of them like going to the gym today, I say, no way, man, we go. Like your muscles are recovered, <laughs> we go. And they, and like w- one friend in particular, because I, as I mentioned, like I divided the group into s- like several people, like two and two. Right. We still went together. We met at the gym, but we trained two and two in order to right. be more efficient in workouts. Okay. And like I, I'm, I'm, I remember cycling back home, like from school, like about to change and go to the gym. And I say, man, you're ready. Let's go. And he says, oh, <laughs> okay, oh, let's go. Okay. And like, I, I could see I could, I could motivate my friends and like, it, it really felt, felt great. And at this point of time, I also started my social medias in, in gym. And um, now I have grown them a little bit and I see that also some people really get motivated by what I post and also ask me questions. And like, I know by, um, statistics that mm. people who are new to the gym usually give up 
within six months. Right. Like fifty percent of them, fifty percent of new new newbies in gym like give up within the fifth uh, within the first six months. Right. And many of the people who start uh, fitness going to the gym usually start like because of expectations to change their physique. In mm. fact, when I was like about to start Fainted, I was interviewing some friends and right. like some people about um, what what got them started. Like it was basically people who were either new to the gym or like had gone like to the gym long, bit, long time. Right. Like it was in general like people who were interested in in going to the gym. Yeah. And one of them like said really like he, he was a friend. Like I I I I have known him like for. Um, two years or something yeah. like this and then l- the reason he said like was I actually started because I saw you started gym three months and you had some results so I wanted to <laughs> see the same <laughs> uh, it, 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 it sounded lovely because uh, not, not because he said it but because he was so open about it yeah. like <laughs> yes yeah, so, and, and it basically gives me like the idea that Many people actually start with the physique goals in mind in the gym. And this is not a very sustainable motivator, actually, mm. because um, like if you just train it to see results, there, right. will, there will be a time when you don't see results so much. And like also results take time to see. So like the moment when motivation turns into a discipline and you don't need any motivation anymore, it's yes. when you really enjoy going to the gym. Absolutely. And I have spoken to people who like have like uh, have gone to the gym like not so long, but like are still quite new, mm-hmm. but like go very consistently. Yeah. And I see that they actually enjoy it like gym from the very beginning. Yeah. But it's not that that's not the thing for everyone. And the reason I started Fainted is because I'm aware that not everyone enjoys going to the gym in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And a big reason for giving up early is not seeing results. Yes. So I want to counter this thing. I want mm-hmm. people to see results faster and also be aware when they're making results. Because actually you, you might be ma- making some results but not be really aware of them because when you open your social media, what you see is perfection. Like yes. you, you, you go there and you see like um, some influencer posting, like for example, one year transformation. It might have been even more than a year, but <laughs> it, it says one year transformation. And like you see one person, then like another person <laughs> uh, on the on the second picture. And then, it, then it trade for another w- one year or one month or whatever. Like, and man, it didn't work for me that that, <laughs> that way. Uh, I never thought that, you know, that could be untrue, that it's not actually one year. It could have taken like three years, but they just said one year. Yeah. Now, I don't say it's uh, it's so common. Maybe maybe most people like actually have trained one year. I don't know, like for for sure. But um, but it's not like sometimes Mm. what what is shown is not the normal thing to happen to normal people. Like not everyone can have the same. Uh, results and it is not just like it doesn't come down just to like the way you eat and the way you train it might be like uh, taking some um, like views or whatever like it, it might be unnatural mm-hmm. uh, but you don't think about it so you just think about the perfection you think right. it doesn't happen to you so like you g- 
let that you you become let down right and like i really want to counter this and that's why i started faintage like what i wanted to basically build is a community of people who are basically interested in fitness now i'm not taking in in the server only people who are new to the gym right like in general people who are interested in gym because I think such a community can be great for like first of all people sharing advice with each other like yeah. they they can like s- talk about what has helped them what has not worked for them and also what well, the main thing around building this community is the physique progress competitions that I'm, I I want to try out so like I'm currently trying to gather more people for the second test right which I'm planning to have around 50 people in Mm. for the for the second test. Okay. So what these competitions basically mean yep. is people make a certain progress like in fitness for like a, pr- a certain amount of time, for example say two weeks or one month, mm-hmm. which is not n- not enough to see like great results, but right. you might still like see some results. And like you document this pro- this progress by making pro- videos. Mm. And it the thing is it really felt strange in the beginning when I was like talking about this idea because like um, no one really likes to show their body like on a video and like public for everyone yeah like it's it's not that common like especially if you're not like a person who is used to like posting on social media like right. maybe a little more shy mm-hmm. and that's why I want to make the process completely anonymous like without showing your face like your mm-hmm. face is go- basically going to be um replaced by a sticker mm. in the video okay and your name your discord name because it's a discord community at this point of time it's yep. not going to be visible it's it's actually going to be just a code that you assign yourself right li- like three or three or four digit code so like right. they, they don't see like the, na- the discord name yeah and when you are ready with like your progress you're going to vote on other people's progresses and other people are going to vote on your progress and like on other community members progresses interesting and the reason i want to have this is because that's how you basically validate your results mm. like because if you personally cannot validate your own results right. because you see perfections on social media and you think nothing happens to me like <laughs> i don't make any <laughs> any results like this <laughs> if you're in a, in such a community you basically see that the other people they don't look like the other people from the, from the social media they're just like you they make a similar progress mm. and those who trained more who like maybe used better strategies right or like were um more consistent they're making better progress yeah. and this is going to be shown by them getting more votes so they're going to be a leaderboard and those people who like perform best are going to be up the the leaderboard like right. on the first places right. but everyone is going to have this validation because everyone is going to have like um some votes at least as long as they're training that's that is brilliant because um one one factor that i'd say like that i'd take away personally from this is that you know you don't look at the results you you focus on the progress you fo- focus on going hard today right now you know just mm-hmm. like pushing yourself to the limit actually just pushing through that limit and yeah. on to the next and you know you you see that progress over time which is something that i wanted to ask you in the beginning about 
because you did mention this when we talked last, and also in the community, you did post about how taking pictures as in um, like progress. I think you also mm, did this. Yes, I did it. Yeah, one of the um, uh, the the what was it? The forums that you sent out to mm -hmm. us, where you asked also about do you take pictures to take progress? Yes. If you do so, why and how has that helped? And if mm -hmm. not, why not? And you know, I'd never thought about this until you said that. Yeah. Because after you said that, I was like, hold on a minute. I could do that, and that could actually push me to then keep going. Because you know, it builds a different kind of joy when you can see that progress happening eventually. Right. You know. Yeah. So uh, actually, it, it's it's very true. Like honestly, like when I was training, I didn't actually take progress pictures either, because I I just like didn't think about it. Like mm. no, there was no one to remember me or remind me of taking such pictures yeah and like in my case however it was a little different like as i mentioned like for, for me it was a rather a transition from calisthenics to fitness it was never like um like i was never a newbie complete newbie in fitness so i never like had the um difficulty to keep my motivation right because like i i got my discipline when i was like in calisthenics like mm. even though i was like 17 18 years old yeah i was not in fitness but i was still was training six days a week like wow. five days five or six days a week i, I right. was just used to it mm -hmm. sometimes it could be like um some push-ups not not necessarily like entire workout mm -hmm. but it's a great thing to be active really like and i remember honestly like richard Branson, like oh. one time mentioning it like he it really was interesting because like uh, i'm not sure exactly how old he is now but like to this day he he tries to like be active for at least 40 minutes every single day of his life a little cardio a little push-ups whatever like he's very active he mm. plays a lot of tennis as well right and i guess this was also something like in my mind that like um being active in general like but um definitely like um like i had this discipline from long time before i started and i mm. didn't really take progress pictures but um, they're, they really help, I think, especially if your goals in the beginning like are just the physique. Right. And, and I, I agree that physique always matters. Like to this day, like I also think, of course, of the physique, like where I, I, I am at, how do I feel about my body? Like, am I going to do, go for like bulking, cutting, body recomposition, whatever, like mm -hmm. based on how I look? Yeah. So um, that's kind of like what determines how I'm going to think about my training. Mm. But I still train, like I, I continue training six days a week. Like right. this, how I look now basically determines how I'm gonna think about my training, mm. like what I'm gonna aim at. Right, okay. I do wanna mention one thing is that when we first met during yeah. the networking event um, at Melbourne Connect. Yeah, exactly. When I first saw you, the first impression was like, man, this guy's fit, right? That's the first impression. Really? You're like, yeah, yeah the physique, it was inspiring and I kind of get why one of your friends said that, you know, they wanted to start doing gyms because like they saw your transformation in three months and they were like, oh, I got to get that as well. Yeah. But like for me, it was a bit different in that when I saw you and how, you know, first of all, you're like posture. It's very, you know, it's straight, very straight. Kind of, it's yeah, very oh well. Yeah. And the way you carry yourself, the confidence that builds up and also you feel good from exercise. And then when I saw you, I was like, I remember those days when I was like pushing myself. 
I was tired as hell, but after I was like my whole body would be hurting, but yeah. I'd be like happy, like inside, because I'd be like, yeah, I worked for something. I know it's not gonna sh like I I'm not gonna see the progress in one month, two months, or even six months, but it's going towards it's building towards something. So like when I saw you, it became the reason. Because when you asked me, are you training right now? I was like, uh, I mean, I'm trying to get into it. And he was like, and you were like, well, why not right now? I was like, true. <laughs> and I think about four or five days after we, after we yeah. talked, that's when I just like, I out of nowhere at 4 PM on a lazy Sunday afternoon, got out of my bed. I was like, I'm done with this shit. Ran to like the closest gym, took my membership and came back. And I was like, okay, I got to get on this. I gotta oh, get that's on beautiful. this. And then, you know, when I, you know, after the Fane Edge happened, I was like, now I'm gonna start posting my stuff on there and getting feedback. Cause I've read a lot of the things that, um, that's there, that the discussions that you have yeah. in terms of bulking, cutting, and also recomp. Um, and I, re I read through it. Like, I think there was one kid who was trying to bulk. He yeah. was like 15. And he was asking about how do I bulk properly? And you were giving some really, really amazing advice. Um, I'm not going to try to butcher what you said because yours is, you know, it's, anyone who wants to see it has to join Faintage now. Um, it's a very, uh, we're going to, I'm going to make sure to put it on um, the link, put the link on, you know, on this episode um, description as well as your Instagram. Um, it's a really great community. Be, you know, be an early member, you know, yeah. see what it's like when it's beginning so that when it reaches the top, you'll be like, I was there at the beginning, you know? So appreciate yeah. it, bro. Yeah, honestly, like in the in the community now, like we recently like hit 100 people. That's the amazing. only thing is like, uh, not all of them are very active. Like the main issue right now mm -hmm. in the in Fate Edge right. is that many people actually have not used this code before. And like, mm -hmm. it's usually like, it has its own name as, um, as a platform for gamers mainly yeah so like people like also like i recently talked like to a guy in in the gym like hey, have you used discord ever yeah. yeah i use it for gaming though on this. <laughs> yeah so like people are not used to like fitness community in discord so mm -hmm. i think this is one of the main reasons for them not being super active because like you when you go there you see like that there are usually not many people online mm. at this point of time yeah like because they just not on discord so much right but um yeah thank you so much for saying this <laughs> great things about like um the community bro and i can yeah it really really sounds amazing that um you're now so motivated to like work out just keep it up man yeah, yeah absolutely will do um yeah but i think what you've done with um picking discord as a platform is actually quite brilliant because if you think about it it strips away almost every other distraction that you can have in other apps like you could be on instagram as a group yeah. follow a group and then you'd be like oh you know you you just start just if you touch the reels button you're gone you're gone for true, another true. half hour yeah and that's even true for facebook i'm not you know i'm not sure if that's um the uh the intention behind choosing discord but i'm saying that that is an advantage that you truly have with discord discord the reason for going to discord is because like as i mentioned one of the problems like for um people is social media they consume if you're interested in fitness especially if you're a newbie in fitness yeah then you're going to 
even more actively be Google like fitness, fitness mm. advice, Arnold, who is Arnold? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and, uh, you, you consume a lot of new information and suddenly the algorithms like trigger and they see, oh, this is a guy really, really interested in fitness. We're going to show them nothing else than fitness. And um, then you see, then you start seeing like all these influencers, all these perfect bodies and so on. And if physique is your main goal, social media is not the healthiest place to be like mm -hmm. uh, really and i feel this even for me like um, i know that it's a long way until i reach like my goal in terms of physique and like it, it's always like this for everyone we always are running after goals that um like are like very far for some some other people but like the thing is, we always strive to achieve something. Like right. we never feel like at the final destination. Mm -hmm. And um, social media, like, still not as healthy place for me to be in. So Discord is a way to keep people away from social media. Right. At the same time, as it allows for structuring um, the community better. So like. Actually, I never really considered like being on Facebook or Instagram. Mm. I considered being on WhatsApp or Telegram as well. Mm. But there you don't have the same structure because you might be willing to talk about um, fitness in general. And like now as the community is like not so big, like mm -hmm. there's mainly one channel that is being used and it is like the general channel where you yeah. write about anything. But as the community grows, Many some may, maybe some people would like to learn about the hobbies that other people are doing, like not just about the fitness. Because even though you're like into fitness, right. you certainly have some other hobbies and some other things that you care in your daily life about. And maybe you would like to connect with somebody who is uh, also interested in fitness, but also does something else on the side. Right. And I'm really actually passionate about this thing as well, because. I'm not sure if this is true, but it really hit my mind when I heard it for the first time. I was like, one time, I went to the gym. It was exactly uh, the f my first training after I was sick for a week. So I, w I was feeling actually very weak this training. Mm -hmm. And I was um, just on the bench doing some um, chest exercises with the dumbbells. And like right next to me, there was a guy. Okay. And like, um, I... Even though I'm very social, actually, he started like the the the, um, uh, the like conversation, the conversation yeah. exactly. So he started uh, something like mm, I'm I don't exactly remember how he started, mm -hmm. but we really matched with the, with right. each other. Like we also started talking about um, dropshipping actually because we both have <laughs> been in e-commerce apparently, right. and we uh, we had like some I similar interests. And I, s and I said something like, man, it's really amazing like how you can connect with people in the gym and like start talking about other things that you have outside of the gym. It's yeah. really interesting. Mm -hmm. And then he said something like, bro, I always try to talk to people in the gym because I, I think that people who go to the gym are the most ambitious people in life. And I wow. said, man, <laughs> I don't know, that, that, that might be true. <laughs> the, but it sounds cool like like it, it really hit my mind and I remember this to this day like uh, I, I really like fitness not only for the physique yeah in fact mainly for training your mindset when I was 15 16 like um, 
I had the same feeling about fitness. Like mm-hmm. it never changed. I knew what what it does to you yeah. is really training your mindset. Yeah. It is certainly the best thing I feel about gym. Like I remember when I was doing push-ups, like similar to you, like when you were like, you know, like when it hurts, but you feel good, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. When you like know you can push two more, like, and you certainly like are going to then kind of drop on the floor after the last two, three that you barely manage, yeah. like push-ups. Yeah. But if you do it, you kind of you you learn how to really train your mindset. You you learn how to go beyond your limit. Mm. And that's brilliant. In fact, I remember I was, in, back then I was not going to the gym, mm-hmm. but it was mathematics lecture we had. Okay. It was actually the toughest mathematics course, okay. uh, like um, like in high school. So usually you have this mathematics as like beginner maths in university, but in high school they were preparing us for mathematics and like the teacher was really amazing guy. Like, um, actually, he had written the book that we studied by. Ooh. Yeah, like, okay. he, and it was like the book for the entire Sweden, like, for this course. Oh, yes, picture. Yeah, okay. yeah, he was an extremely good teacher. Right. He, so fun. So, uh, it tells everything in an amazing way. Really makes you love mathematics. Wow, okay. And I remember the first day, the first yep. time we had, like, the lecture, after the lecture, the first lecture, he said, so, how do you get better in mathematics? He gave an example with fitness. Like when you are um, on one exercise mm-hmm. and you're about to stop, but you go for another a, a, a like rep, and then another, and then a second one. Those reps that were impossible for you, you could not even think about making them when you started the exercise. But then you suddenly made them. Yeah. These are the reps that make you better mm. and prepare you for next challenge, mm. next uh, next session. Yeah. And he said he thinks the same way. So like. There are moments when his brain is out, like mm. he's burned. Mm. And he's going to go for one more exercise and gonna solve another one after this. And that's what h- makes him a better mathematician. That's right. what he said. Right. Wow. I think it just builds you. Oh, sorry. It's the, the thing that your friend said. Yeah. Um, that I think people who go to the gym are the most ambitious people. That is certainly true in that. You know, it's not necessary for you to be ambitious and to go to the gym, but certainly most ambitious people will end up going to the gym because they're focusing on improving themselves in every aspect that they can, which includes your physical aspects. And then, you know, as as you said, the more that you train, the more often that you train, the more confident that you become, the more you trust your guts and at the same time you also build that mental strength yes that will help you push through like any anything at all you know if you can push through it physically you can certainly solve that equation you can certainly find an answer to that question that's so true yeah if you build a discipline in one thing yeah it's much easier to build discipline in another thing because you know what building a discipline works like what it feels like yes because before I started gym, when I was training at home with dumbbells, my main reason for not starting gym, I said, was I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Like, but when I started with my friends and when I bought my gym membership, yeah. I said to myself, I'm definitely gonna use this membership. I am hell gonna <laughs> use this membership well. Yeah. And from this day, I started planning my schedule around gym. Mm. So 
I just don't miss. The only time I skip gym is like um, I mean, like for a longer period of time is if I'm sick. If mm. I'm and, and like not not if if I'm badly sick, like if yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like if, if I have fever <laughs> and like I feel like uh, about to kind of fall. Like yeah, yeah, otherwise. Yeah. A little sick. <laughs> I still, still show. Yeah, no, <laughs> of course. God. But now, honestly, as am I, uh, as I'm so disciplined, mm-hmm. if I don't go to the gym, it just feels strange to me. Like I just don't feel myself. Right. Like um, so, that's how it feels really when you build the discipline. Yeah. And if you build it once, you can build it for another time for another thing as well. Like it's just building yeah, another habit. Yeah. Yeah, the first, uh, the first habit, the first thing to build a habit around is yeah. the most difficult one. Drawing from your own life experience and giving examples that are really inspiring, but at the same time, it pushes you to be like, okay, if you know, if this person can do it, then so can I. You know, there's there's definitely enough information out there. There's too much information out there, but like there's enough good information out there that you can get started with. And that can help you really, you know, push that journey. And you, if you really want to get on your journey and stay consistent, then you have to join Faintage. Thank you so <laughs> much for saying this, bro. Yeah, in general, I really think like everyone can do it. Everyone can start. It's just to start. Yes, it's all about starting. Yes. And once you once you start, it's you know it's gonna it's gonna fall through. You know, and you know especially with a community or you know which will be supportive of you. You know, it's it's just gonna be you know it's not gonna be a cakewalk, but it, it, it is. is. You need you need to really be aware about your results. You need to validate your results. You need yeah. to be aware that you're doing something right. Yeah. It is for you, and as uh, as long as you know what you're doing is right, as we mentioned, you're going to be healthier. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. I mean, I hope I can have you on soon, sometime again, and we can discuss more. Definitely, I would know? love to join again. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I absolutely, you know, loved um, learning from you. And yeah, this has been it, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Alrighty. So we'll see you in the next episode with the next guest, which I have no clue who it is. We'll see you next time. This is Animation signing out. <laughs>